to me, it's a symbol that this garden is, is made by all of us, you right. know? So it's yeah. even the most vulnerable of us in our society. And, yeah, and we're all welcomed to it. So, you know, so it's, so that's very important to me. But yeah. this is going to be a communal community garden. So people come in and see what needs to get done. And when it's time for harvest, people that have put the work in will get whatever they feel they need. Hi, everybody. This is Melinda with Local Green Half Moon Bay. And today our guest is Evelyn Erickson, the founder of Coastside Friendship Organic Gardens. And she has um, quite an impressive list in her bio. She um, was the founder of the International Funders for Indigenous People. And she's the chair, uh, was the chair of Development Committee for Cultural Survival. She's got a master's degree at Cornell in teaching and agricultural education. And she is director of philanthropic partnerships at the Nature Conservancy. She's also a UC Master Gardener of San Mateo County and San Francisco County. Quite impressive. Um, did I get all that right or was there anything? Yes. Else? Okay, yes. perfect. Um, I'm curious about uh, your work with the Nature Conservancy. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, that's my latest work. It's, it's incredible, incredible work. Um, so my job is to raise funds for this great not-for-profit um, June Lankard is an indigenous, the, the indigenous elder that started this uh, 20 years ago. And the whole mission is to empower um, and promote more economic development for indigenous women and youth. And one big way we do that is to help farming. So we're doing really innovative, like the Indigenous peoples, it sounds like you helped um, raise hundreds of millions of dollars for people yes. around the world. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was 15 years of hard work, uh -huh. um, but, it, but really, I, it was such a privilege and honored and very blessed to do it. Um, it was a membership of 50 foundations that supported Indigenous communities globally, so I organized conferences, webinars, publications, basically, you know, helping to bring more money directly on the ground to local indigenous communities globally. Um, so it, it, it was very satisfying um, 15 years, yes. That's amazing. And it, you have quite a, a great background here to start and found a community garden such as CFOG, yeah. which stands for uh, Coastside Friendship Organic Garden. Um, is it okay if I refer to it as CFOG throughout the? Yes. Okay, yes. good. Yes. All right. Um, 
and the background with Indigenous people too. And um, there's so much that we can learn from Indigenous people about how to take care of the planet and the environment around us and how to sustain ourselves for long term. So um, anyway, as far as the garden goes, um, I'm really excited that we have the start of this garden um, in Half Moon Bay. So can you tell us what um, it's about and what your intention is with it? Yes, uh, let, me, let me first start with, um, I can't really take full credit for CFOG um, because it was uh, um, the city council member, Debbie Ruddock, that tapped my, my shoulder and said, hey, Evelyn, I want you to involved in the city. I want you to become um, a Parks and Recreation Commissioner, and I would love for you to spearhead the first ever community garden in Half Moon Bay. Will you do it? Oh, and wow. I was like, wow, yes, I'm up for that. Um, so it was, uh, it was, it's been a, a year and a half uh -huh. now since I said yes, and I got right on it. I organized um, three meetings. Um, the city council had three open meetings. Anybody could speak. I organized speakers to come. Um, actually, one of them was the founder of the Pacifica Community Gardens, and she spoke about how she started and, and how successful they are with almost nothing. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and then I also had Janice Moody, who's a, a, a local master gardener, come in to Joe Lee, also a master gardener. Both of these individuals have lived in Half Moon Bay for, for their whole lives, decades and decades, maybe over 50 years. Um, and so, so I basically organized this and, and, and made it clear to the city council that we want a community garden to be a priority. And I'm just so pleased that they actually did do that. They made it a priority. And also, we made it a priority for the Parks and Recreation Commission. Ah. And so because it, it became a priority, and uh, I've been working with the city to find some land. Now, there are many different um, parcels of land that they want to give us. Um, but we've been trying to um, focus on the Johnston House. There's a one-third acre there. And there's another five acres that I would love the community garden to get um, in the near, near future. Uh, but there's also uh, one acre in Seymour, and there's a couple uh, of acres by 92. Um, I also should mention that um, a couple of churches have, have come up to me and said, hey, we have a few acres. We would love a community garden. Oh so I God. feel like, That's yeah, so I feel like there's a movement. There's a swell of support um, that, you know, people want to have organic, fresh food um, and community engagement. You know, it, yeah. the community garden has so many benefits. This is fantastic. I didn't know you had access to all this land. This is wonderful. And um, how do you plan on, um, uh, I guess, growing the crops? Is it in a regenerative philosophy or as a, a, a different style? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, regenerative. Um, we definitely plan to use uh, composting is a big thing. Actually, we received 20,000 from the Office of Sustainability. And it was all around how we're going to be doing composting and workshops and you know, maybe even giving some compost back to the city, to, to the community members. Um, I had a conversation um, with the city manager, deputy city, city manager at the Parks and Recreation Commission, and we're talking to them about working together, maybe, because they have lots of events, and maybe when they compost, they'll give it to us, and we can make the compost and give it back to the community. So compost is, is, is like really, really, really important for your soil. It makes yeah. it a lot come alive, the worms, the microbes. Um, it's, it's a really good practice that anyone could do at home. 
you know, warm compost in or just regular compost. I should also mention the Office of Sustainability. If you take one of their workshops, which are free, they will give you a free, either free worm bin or free compost bin. So, you know, it, it doesn't even have to cost anything to get started. Wow. There's a lot of wonderful services out there that we can learn a lot about how to do this and how to take care of our own backyards and gardens too, it sounds like. This is, this is wonderful. What a great opportunity. Um, so who else runs Coastside um, Friendship Organic Garden? And um, well, before I ask that, I wanted to just mention that um, it didn't actually get started quite yet, right? Yes, we were actually planning to launch Earth Day in, uh -huh. in, in cooperation with the Earth Day City events. We were working with them. Okay. Um, I mean, we were going to, we, were, we got a band, we had uh, food trucks, I mean, everything. Oh. Um, but then COVID hit. Yeah. And once COVID hit, we had to call it off. Um, but, you know, we, we, what we're talking about now is doing a socially distant opening. So we're, we're still open with just six feet apart with masks and everything. And we're talking about the spring, this spring. That's perfect. Because people are doing a lot of outdoor things now anyway, with exactly. masks or even without masks, if they're separated far enough. So yeah, that's great. I'd love to yeah. see that get started. I actually want to get involved in it. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and we're, we're getting um, lots of local groups involved. You know, I've talked to Coastside Hope. I've oh. talked to um, Alas and okay. I've talked to abundant grace um we're planning to get boys and girls club boy and girl scouts um the um families taking action they're a new group that really wants to support us when it comes to um social justice and food security and food sovereignty they're i don't know if you've heard of them they're wonderful no but, i haven't heard of them yet no interesting yes okay um yeah they have a subcommittee called allyship and racial um racial injustice like trying to make change in the community. And, and actually I'm working with them um, to do a, a discussion with two Ohlone um, speakers that because the people that were here were the Ohlone. Yeah, that so, would be amazing. So they're gonna be talking about it. It's gonna be October 14th at eight o'clock. Oh, so. cool. No, that would that'd be so cool to hear about it, like what they learned about how their tribes lived here and how they ate exactly. and how they how they actually did their uh, planting and maybe they didn't, but maybe they moved around and harvested. Yeah. Be cool. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and also, um, what are, you know, what are they do, doing now? For right. instance, one of them is running, um, a program at Indian Canyon, which is in Hollister and she schools come there and, and they do an education and they also have, um, ceremonies there that native peoples all over the world go to yearly to do. So, you know, what's going on now and also what you know what is their vision for the future i think is also important so yeah they're still here and i yeah. think a lot of people don't realize that they're no, I... the first peoples and yeah. they're still here that's so cool yeah i didn't know that they still existed here maybe there are there are some um groups of them that are out here still well actually they don't live in half on bay oh, they don't. okay <laughs> but yeah. they they do live in you know the bay and hoster and um, okay. you know, southern area Oh, but not specifically great. in Hathaway. Not specifically here. Yeah. Um, so then are the people uh, who's uh, anybody and everybody you're saying can benefit this garden, but also like especially um, groups of people um, that, that actually need that have food insecurity, perhaps? Yeah, absolutely. 
Yes, Any, everybody is welcome. And, and actually to make it super inclusive, mm -hmm. what we um, um, are planning to do is work with ALAS. ALAS is the Latino group, Fun and Grace. Um, they're, they're the group that's helping um, people that experience homelessness. So our, our plan is to work with pay these, help to pay these two groups to come with our volunteers to build the infrastructure, you know, the fence and the raised beds. To me, it's a symbol that this garden is, is made by all of us, you right. know? So it's yeah. even the most vulnerable of us in our society and, yeah, and we're all welcomed to it. So, you know, so it's, so that's very important to me. This is gonna, there's many models to do a community garden and a lot of people, I always ask, I get this question asked because people just assume we're gonna do individual beds, but yeah. this is gonna be a communal community garden. So people come in and see what needs to get done. And when it's time for harvest, people that have put the work in will get whatever they feel they need. And, you know, um, Lori, Lori, Lorena from um, Pacifica Garden, she does a communal type of community garden too. And uh -huh. she, I asked her, I said, is, do, do you guys ever fight about the harvesting? Is there ever not enough food? She says, no, there's more than enough. And actually what they do is half of the food goes to the uh, local food banks. Okay. So our vision is for half of the food here to go to the local food banks, you know, because it, wow. I don't think we realize how much food, there's so much food. For instance, in one third acre, you can grow 3,000 pounds of, of fruits and vegetables, 3,000 pounds. That's amazing. Are you so, also planning to put in some orchard trees, some like fruit type trees too? Yes, yes, we are. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, especially if we get the five acres by the, um, you know, depending on where it is. and Right. Uh, so absolutely, trees, all kinds of, um, you know, vegetables. I would love to put in, you know, butterfly um, gardens. Ooh, I would yeah. love to put, um, I don't know if you heard, it, it's called the three sisters. Yeah. Corn, beans, and squash. Yeah. You know? So what I envision is for schools to come and learn about all of this, you know, the yeah. different types of, of uh, gardens, all organic. Yeah, all organic, fantastic. So sustainably created and healthy soils created, creating healthy soil in the garden, also sequestering CO2. Anything green sequesters CO2, so that's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely, and you know, it's not only about um, supporting our community, our you know, fellow human beings, which is important, yeah. but um, just as important is supporting our fellow animals and insects, you know, so the bees, the butterflies, the hummingbirds, you yeah. know, the worms, just all the microbes, so, you know, the birds, just, just all of our fellow um, beings that are, that we live in this world with. Supporting all um, the ecosystems at the exactly. same time. Yeah. So, so I think it's important to, to do the regenerative uh, farming in a very holistic way, mm -hmm. you know. So it benefits everyone because that's the way it's supposed to be. Right. You know? That makes sense. And, and as you, you mentioned earlier that you saw the movie um, Kissing the Ground. Yeah. Yeah. Kissing the Ground. Yeah. Right. And, and how the, you know, in the, in the, in the U.S. they're doing a lot of um, tilling and how that's destroying the earth. Right. So yes, we, we would do no tilling and um, cover cropping and, and all of the practices and also with the, uh, the kelp farming, you know, the, uh, bring the kelp as part of the uh, compost. That would be perfect. Yeah. And so uh, just a quick question about kelp farming. Does that also, when you, 
farm kelp in the ocean, I mean, and since it's a plant, I'm assuming it also sequesters CO2? A huge amount. Actually, 20, I, I read 20 times more than even the, the Amazon. Oh, that's Huge, amazing. huge. I actually think, you know, kelp is the future. Yeah. Um, there's more protein in kelp than in, in steak. Really? You know? I had yeah. no idea. Yes, wow. and, and you could you can make so many things out of kelp. I mean, diapers, straws, and all, all kinds of stuff. Wow! But, but with Native Conservancy, the organization I work for, you know, um, we're planning to do all that. But right now, we we are focusing on doing the organic composting because there, right now there's just a, a movement of um, people growing their own food organically, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and so the kelp really, really helps to make sure, you know, all of the microbes and everything's green and uh, it's healthy and, you know, you, the soil is healthy and then we're healthy too. That's fantastic. It really feeds the soil, sounds like. Yes. Fantastic. Wow. Um, yeah, I loved Movie Kiss the Ground. I became, um, I'm a soil advocate now, so I actually am taking coursework too. Um, learn about it and do it and then help educate people because I really believe that that is something that will help reverse climate change if we are able to do it. So yeah, that's really cool that you're going to use the permaculture and um, regenerative aspects in the gardens. Um, Absolutely. And then who else is involved in CFOG with you? Oh my god, yes. So we have an army of people involved, I'm happy to say. Uh -huh. um, so we have a board. Um, Joe Lees is the vice president. Um, Janice Moody is our treasurer. Liza is our secretary. And we have um, two new co-chairs, Eric Hollister and Ellen Clark. Okay. Um, who are, they're taking my place okay. as chair. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I'm stepping down because I'm moving to Minnesota. Right. Yeah. Um, so we also have, um, um, I, you know, throughout the year and a half, I, I was able to ha have a couple tables at different events. Some, one of them was a summer ends conference, um, summer, summer ends festival that we had last um, fall. Um, I was able to gather a um, few dozen um, emails and contacts. People are super excited about it. I had a couple of um, gatherings at my house. I put it on next door. So I had a bunch of people come to my house. So, so far we have over a hundred people on our um, e-newsletter that we send out. So we have a contact list. Yeah. People, people are, and I get probably emails every week, maybe one or two every week saying, hey, I heard about this great community garden. You know, sign me up when it gets going. I want to volunteer. I want to get involved. Um, I've talked to the, um, the Coastside Mothers Group. They want to get involved. So it's, Ooh, it's a great thing, especially for, great. you know, children, oh, right? Absolutely. Especially if you're homeschooling and especially now, you know, yeah. you want to do something educational for your children. Um, so it's, you know, a lot of the seniors are really excited about it. Um, they want to, you know, do something and get involved and, Absolutely. um, the Latino groups are super excited to have organic food. And, and what, what I also see is not just growing the food, but also cooking the food or plan to have a little uh, pizza uh, stove in the middle of the community garden so we can make pizzas and just throw in the, you know, spinach and broccoli and all kinds of, you know, um, stuff and, um, you know, it, so it's about growing and eating and laughing and sharing and just engaging with each other as a community. That sounds awesome. And bringing all the people in the community together, not just certain exactly. groups. Yeah, it sounds like exactly. everyone. Oh, very inclusive. Amazing. Yes. What a beautiful vision. Yes. That's, that's so cool. 
So um, would you mind telling us then how uh, people can get involved? Where do they go to get involved? Is there a phone number or a link or a website you want to share? Yes. Um, so we have a website, um, www.c-fog.org, c-fog. Okay. .org. Um, yes, we have a Facebook. You can put in C-FOG on our Facebook. Okay. Um, we have a, um, yeah, we have a Twitter too. Okay. Um, so there's, there's several ways to get involved. And, and I should also mention you could subscribe on the website for a monthly e-newsletter. Okay. So every month we send out a message saying, hey, you know, this is what we're doing. This is where we're at. This is the latest. And also it has all kinds of like workshops in the, in the community, in the, in the San Mateo and really cool, like YouTube, you know, for whatever season it is, ways to, to garden, ways to compost. Okay. So it, it's just a nice uh, e-newsletter to be part of. Perfect. Okay. So that's a great way to get involved. And so um, if you're, if you're interested and you want to volunteer, you can get in on the newsletter and then through that, then you can volunteer for things. And there's exactly. contact information and email, people's email on there that you can talk to about. Yes. Okay. Yes. And we, 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 are, we have um, committees that we formed. So if you want to get involved in helping with uh, communications, you could do that. Okay. Or garden design, you could do that. Or fundraising, which is the fun part, right? That's what okay. I do. That's what you do. Uh, Perfect. That's okay. what I do. Yeah. Um, you could do that too. So um, there's always ways you can get involved. Okay. Perfect. And um, so when you're, since you're moving out, you already said that the co-chairs are going to take over your position. So they're both going to run it instead of you? Yes. yes. Okay. But I will be, um, they've asked me to help in, in, you know, when they have phone calls and uh, so uh -huh. just to help them, guide them. And so I said I would help them in whatever way I can. Yeah. That sounds awesome. This sounds like an amazing garden or gardens that are starting up in our community. I'm really excited to be involved in it. And I hope lots of people will, will join and make it happen. Um, one last question that I always ask my guests is, um, if you can name one to three things that you think our audience can do at home to help live a greener life or help reverse climate change? What do you think they would, could do? What do you recommend? I think a really simple thing that's, that's um, really important is um, we have a little bin right by our kitchen sink. Uh -huh. And when you're, you know, when you're cooking, you know, your salad or whatever, you're cutting things up, um, just throw it in there. But, but you know, banana um, or uh, the, the eggs, um, the shells, Sure. You know, yeah. you, you could just, I mean, we, we, we fill it up every, like probably sometimes twice a day. It just fills up. Yeah. And we, then we have two bins. We have a worm bin. Ah. Uh, and so I just put it in there and the worms eat it up. And uh, so then when it's ready, I just throw it into my garden. I have five raised beds uh, in my, anybody can have a raised bed. If you, even if you have like 10 by 10 feet backyard, you mm -hmm. could put in a couple raised beds. Mm -hmm. Um. And then I have another compost thing and that I, that I turn. And um, so, so it's pretty easy to don't throw away your um, greens. And the greens yeah. are a big problem in the landfill because they create Huge. a lot of methane and Huge. CO2 when they seep out of the ground into the atmosphere. Yeah. So that's a huge, that is a huge one. Definitely. Thank you. Is there anything else you want to say about that for, um, 
no, I, I guess all I want to say is, you know, um, I think it's important to, to you know, we're, we're here in a very, very short amount of time, and it's important to think about how we want to be remembered. And I think the, I know I personally would like to be remembered to, to doing the best I can for not only our fellow humans, but for all of the animals and for Mother Earth. Absolutely. So just being respectful and, you know, be kind and compassionate and, um, and using regenerative practices is, is, is very important. Yeah, so that we can survive as a human race and leave our land to our children and our yes. grandchildren so that yes. they can live happy, healthy lives. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's been so lovely to talk to you. Thank you, Melinda. I appreciate you spending your time with me. Absolutely, anytime. Okay, take care. Okay, take care.